I'm actually shocked that nobody saw that we registered the Mr. Beast Burger trademark uh, four months ago when people were digging for other influencer trademarks. So I don't know how we kept it under wraps for as long as we did, especially think about all the restaurants we were talking to and teaching them how to make these burgers and nobody said anything. So obviously we launched Mr. Beast Burger a couple days ago. So we felt that this is probably a good time to discuss this. If you're new here, this is Creator Economics. Blake and I discuss everything creator related in this industry. And Mr. Beast Burger was a, was a very hot topic over the weekend. So this couldn't come at a better time. We will try to get this video up as fast as possible. But we felt like uh, let's, let's answer a few questions. I want to talk a little bit about Beast Burger. And yeah, Blake and I might riff a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm one, congrats. And two, like if people are watching this who don't maybe know who you are, I think it'd be good to just give context because I think you are the one person who is super qualified to be discussing this. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of analysis and whatnot out there. But I mean, this is really from like, I think the best person to hear from other than maybe Mr. Beast himself. Yeah, I, I took the first pitch on uh, on Mr. Beast Burger. So I am Jimmy's manager. I met Jimmy in 2018, January of 2018. Can't even remember how many subscribers he had at that time. I want to say it was close to 2 million. Uh, And we've been on quite the wild ride for the past two and a half years. And uh, two days ago, we we announced Beast Burger, something that that him and I and our president, Ezra Cooperstein, have been working on for a long, long time. How how long? Like, has it actually been in the works? Uh, I want to say it's close to a year when I originally took the pitch. Actually, it's probably over a year because we, we passed the first time we got the pitch. Uh, because they, uh, when I say they, uh, we partnered with Earl Enterprises and a, a company that they have called Virtual Dining Concepts. They, they pitched us, uh, I'm doing something a little different in the physical restaurant space. And although we thought it was really cool and unique, uh, we ended up passing and then they came back a couple months later and actually, uh, pitched a new virtual dining concept. And this was the first time I'd ever heard of anything, uh, that they were pitching. So it, it got pretty crazy. Wow. And, and was the plan always... I mean, like, obviously during COVID, uh, you know, to go only and carry out makes probably even more sense than ever before. But yeah. was there a plan at, at any point where it was like, hey, uh, let's like open up physical stores as well? So, no, uh, we never wanted to open up any physical stores, although now with the success, I, I think we will. Uh, the reason and, and also I want to address this uh, as well. So we don't have any ghost kitchens. And I know I've seen a lot of articles, a lot of people on Twitter talking about this saying, oh, Mr. Beast launched ghost kitchens. No, we actually don't have any ghost kitchens. Uh, We did this and decided to do this so we could partner with independent restaurants. We could partner with restaurants struggling with during COVID uh, and we could give them more business. And we've received a ton of messages in the past two days. And Jimmy will put some on his Twitter this week uh, about restaurants saying, you know, and thanking us for all the business they got and how crazy it was on opening day. Uh, so that that's why we did this. A lot of restaurants are struggling right now. We The last thing we wanted to do is launch ghost kitchens uh, and launch these like virtual. And for people that don't know what ghost kitchens are, it's basically a, a standalone kitchen, not a sit down restaurant. It's just a kitchen. Uh, and then it's they, they basically utilize delivery services to come and just pick up that food. There's no dine in. Uh, and, and that was a concept that, you know, although is cool, you know, for us, like we wanted to actually go to the independent restaurants that already have, you know, that already have a, a brick and mortar place. And we wanted to partner with them to utilize their kitchen. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and from my understanding, right, it's like restaurants that you know are local or already exist, and then you're going and saying like, "Hey, uh, you're going to get orders from us, uh, and we're going to give you supplies and all of that stuff and packaging, and you're mm-hmm. going to basically act as, hey, we're we're going to help fulfill these orders, and um, I'm sure there's some type of revenue share and whatnot with all of yeah. these in, in the end of, end of it all. But yeah, it's a fascinating concept, and it, it's awesome to see how fast you guys have rolled it all out. Yeah, and we decided to go platform agnostic. So if people search Mr. Beast Burger, it's on uh, Postmates, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub. So if you look on any of those four, you'll find it if it's in your area. If not, obviously, it's not going to pop up. And then we launched a standalone app called Mr. Beast Burger where people people can order as well. And the thing with the app is the radius of delivery is actually much larger than if you go to Grubhub or Uber Eats. So say that you know Uber Eats is just three miles, the, the radius of delivery for the, the app that people are using is actually about eight to nine miles. And so wow. uh, a lot of people will see a restaurant pop up if they search it in the app uh, and not in uh, Uber Eats or Postmates. And, and how many restaurants did you actually roll out with in the beginning? Like, I, and yeah. how, how much work went into that? I mean, that's just crazy. And, and did you guys like pick at a map and you're like, here is going to be this, like uh, the spots that we, we start with? Or how did you think about all of that side of it? Yeah, so we actually looked at Jimmy's YouTube channel and we picked out the top cities based on watch time. Wow. Uh, and those cities... Uh, I think it was like Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Dallas. Like we picked the biggest cities in terms of watch time where these large concentrations of his audience were. And that's how we originally started. And then Virtual Dining Concepts, uh, they did a great job of like going out and partnering with existing restaurants in those specific areas. We started with 300 locations. Hopefully, you know, we're, we're going to continue to scale that month over month now going into 2021. The hardest part though, and there's like two things, right? One is quality control uh, at 300 locations becomes very difficult, right? And uh, that's one thing that we're continually working on. We've been trying to perfect this with all these different restaurants, of course, uh, through the last few months. And the, the second one, actually one that we didn't even think about is delivery drivers. So we actually ran out of delivery drivers multiple times during the first like opening day because we were getting thousands of orders into one single restaurant and we couldn't find enough people to like pick these orders up and deliver them. And so people were getting their orders like two and three hours late because of that fact. And that's something that we just didn't even didn't even cross my mind when we were trying to build this out. Wow. And, and how did you guys even just decide on burgers? And like, did you guys do like taste tests for, for all the menu items? Like what went into all of that? Cause I, I feel like there has to be some story there as well. Yeah. Not a ton that went into like what we were specifically going to sell. Uh, I know Jimmy and I wanted to do something that was really simple. Like we didn't want to get into the weeds on like making a good burrito or doing sushi, which adds a lot of complexity. We wanted to make a simple product uh, that other restaurants could easily make if they had the ingredients. And so we did, we ultimately decided on a burger. I actually, so my picture on Instagram too is Chandler and I, uh, we flew out to Los Angeles. It's like right after COVID. It was like March or, or April. Chandler and I went out to, to Los Angeles and taste tested burgers and fries and chicken sandwiches. Uh, and so Chandler was the final decision in a lot of what you see on the menu uh, we ultimately decided to go with like different styles of hamburgers. So we have the the beast burger. Then we have uh, Chandler style, which Chandler does not like anything on his burgers. And so it's just meat and cheese. And then we have Chris style, which has fries on it. And then we ended up throwing a menu item on for Carl because we can't forget about Carl. And that's a, a grilled cheese sandwich. Wow. 
That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's, if you've been on the internet at all over the past few days, it, it feels like it's really broken the internet. I mean, I've gotten mm -hmm. so many pings just purely off of like <laughs> us just doing a podcast together and people are like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like you, you've been paying attention to this. I can only imagine what your inbox looks like. Do you, I guess for <laughs> you, as you think about like, uh, obviously, you know, there's, I think a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen for a lot of other creators. Like, how do you just think about this as the ripple effects? And um, we've seen some celebrities dabble in this, but none to yeah. this extreme. Like, do you think this is a fad? Do you think this is, you know, the next Wahlburgers? Like, how, how do you just think about um, where all of this is heading? And, and maybe you can answer that from Mr. Beast's perspective and then also just yep. maybe more creators more broadly. Yeah, so uh, let's start with creators more broadly. So I, I don't think it's a fad. I think we're going to see multiple creators push into virtual dining. Uh, I don't, it's obviously not for everyone. It's not like creator apparel and merchandise where the barrier to entry is really low and there's a lot of companies in the market that you can partner with and, and push out products. So that, you know, is the difficult part is the barrier to entry with launching 300 virtual restaurants is very high. There's not a lot of companies that just operationally can put that together. And so for that very reason, I, I don't think a lot of creators are going to be able to do this, but there there is a few larger creators that you know we've spoken with that I, I'm sure will launch something in the coming months, uh, and I encourage them to do so. For us specifically, and for Jimmy, you know, it was just you know something that we really wanted to do to help out restaurants. I think a lot of restaurants are struggling right now. Uh, it also like took social media and Twitter by storm. I I'm actually shocked that nobody saw that we registered the Mr. Beast Burger trademark. Uh, four months ago when people were digging for other influencer trademarks. So I don't know how we kept it under wraps for as long as we did, especially think about all the restaurants we were talking to and teaching yep. them how to make these burgers and nobody said anything. So nobody yeah. caught word of this. Uh, that was something Jimmy and I were really proud of. Like when we launched it, when the video came out and we filmed that video a couple months ago. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Jimmy, has a video that's not currently number one trending on YouTube that's called I Opened the World's First Free Restaurant, I believe is the title. And so we filmed this in uh, in a city close to his hometown in North Carolina. And we basically opened up a restaurant. We had thousands of people uh, come to the drive-throughs and we gave away free burgers all day. Uh, and even then, when we filmed this video, no one really caught on to, okay, this is part of something, something much bigger than just a single video. And so it was, it was a lot of pillars that we had to build over the course of the, of the whole year is like, okay, let's like, what's the video? How do we launch a video? And then on the back of that launch 300 virtual kitchens and make sure all those kitchens know how to cook the burgers, make sure the app experience is easy enough where people can go on and order a burger. Uh, so a lot of complexities, but I mean, this all kind of came into our decision uh, when we were trying to launch this thing. Yeah. I mean, I think what's crazy is, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, there's, Jimmy has only posted one video about this and then he's posted a couple of times on social. Um, and it seemingly has, has broken the internet. Like, like I said before, I yeah. mean, like everybody is talking about this. Are you able to share it all? Just like how well it has. I mean, you've, you've yeah. referred to it as like, it, it's done really well so far, but like, are you able to share any numbers at all? Yeah, I, I happy to. So we're closing in on a million downloads on the app right now. So for those of you, to, you know, that wow. downloaded it, thank you very much. Like we, we totally appreciate everyone that's downloaded it to this point. It's on iOS, it's on Android. So we're closing in on a million downloads right now. Uh, 
we've had a lot of volume in terms of orders. Uh, we actually ran out of food at a lot of the locations. And so a lot of people were, were upset that like certain locations were closed down or, Hey, it says the restaurant's open, but I can't order beast burger. Well, it's a couple of reasons why that happened. One is like, we completely ran out of product. We, we totally, you know, un- underestimated how successful this was going to be. And the second one is like, we just didn't have the delivery drivers to go pick all the, the thousands of orders that happened. Uh, I'll, um, let's see how it plays out the rest of the week. Uh, I'll, I'll put out some numbers of like how it's, uh, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see if Jimmy lets me put out numbers uh, of how this did. But I think, you know, him and I would say this was a success. And now we just have to like improve on the quality uh, improve on the drops. Like we just need to figure out how this is like an actual sustainable restaurant and not just like this cool fad that happened and then died off in a week. Yeah. I think that's what's so interesting. Just when, when I've talked with both you and Jimmy is just like the aspirations to have this actually be, you know, a sustainable business that, that people are really, you know, ordering food from, not just for the pure gimmick of they actually enjoy it and, and they want to keep coming back to it and ordering it for their families and things like that. And I can only imagine the, the fun uh, marketing tactics and things that you guys will be able yeah. to roll out over time. Just having Jimmy and, and his whole team around it, I think is, is just going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, we have a whole marketing calendar. So uh, this wasn't the first drop, we'll say. Uh, there'll be drops over the course of the next few months going into you know late into 2021. So we have like a whole marketing calendar in place of what we want this to look like for 2021. Uh, we may push some new products through Mr. Beast Burger's distribution network. Uh, we'll see. We we have big plans for this. We don't want to obviously talk about all those plans yet. Hopefully you and I film an episode down the line and we can kind of get into you know, what the bigger vision for this whole thing was, but this is a really good start. Yeah, I think it's just such an interesting example of of something that you and I have talked about a ton on this podcast of just like, if you have just mass distribution in a really engaged community, like like Jimmy does, like what can you build for it? And in this case, you know, it's like, asking the question of I have 50 million people that watch my videos and they're all really engaged and love my content and what I do for the community. Like, what can I build? And I think this is a really interesting first step that that no one else has taken. And I think Jimmy and you continue to sort of push the envelope of, of like where this is all going. And, and I'm excited to just see what other stuff you guys move into. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of calls and texts from different creators in the industry. And like the one thing I'll say is like, I hope everyone that that saw this at least the, the the larger creators that saw this just realize the power that they have like you know if anything like jimmy and i want to inspire other creators to push the boundary of what can be accomplished in this industry uh, I, I just i honestly don't even think the creator community is rounded for space yet like people don't even understand how big and and the the types of things that we can do and the and the types of businesses we can create Right. And that's that's the thing that excites Jimmy and I and and other creators in this market. And hopefully, hopefully we inspire creators to think differently because of this. Um, So, yeah, I've spoken with a lot of creators. Uh, Thanks to everyone for all the support. It's it's been a a fun couple of days Uh, now going into Christmas. We have another exciting announcement. I'm not sure when this podcast will go out, so I don't know if I can say it. But in a few days, we'll be making another exciting announcement that hopefully uh, hopefully breaks the Internet and hopefully wins. uh, I won't say anything. Hopefully breaks the internet. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just, uh, I think it's really an amazing uh, testament to, to you and just your team of uh, how fast you guys are working. And, and I mean, it's amazing to see all these things come to life. I know how hard all of you have been working on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, congrats on just getting all this out. And I'm, I'm pumped to see it uh, have so, so much success so far. Yeah, I mean, from from your standpoint, you said you've been having a lot of conversations and people have been hitting you up. Like, what what kinds of things have people been saying? What have you been hearing in the industry? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone from my world of, of venture capital is just like, oh my gosh, like, this is just way bigger than I ever thought it was. Or like, oh my gosh, she's building an empire. And, and, uh, and I think it's, you know, I, when you talk with Jimmy and you, I don't think it's like we're building an empire. I think it's like we want to do a lot of really great things. And um, we have this audience that, that really loves us. And, and we want to try and figure out how to build things that are endemic to them. And I think the fundamental misunderstanding right now is is I think a lot of people are looking at traditional celebrities and being like, OK, they might have tried this and it worked OK, but not you know, to an insane success. And I think we're seeing this like new generation of creators uh, or celebrities like, like Jimmy, who are just taking this to a whole nother level um, where people are really bought in. And I think it's when you do it to the scale that, that you guys have, uh, you, you get a lot of just like pure support from everyone else where everyone is jumping in and being like, wow, like this is just an amazing, amazing job. And everyone's rooting for, for you to win. And I think that just helps make this an even bigger, uh, bigger success. And so I think overall, everyone's just like super pumped and like, wow, this is just a really interesting thing that uh, I think a lot of people acknowledge. I think a lot of parents probably, if there's any people that are older that are watching this are like, okay, I knew uh, Mr. Beast was big, but like, I didn't realize how big, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that, that this is like a good thing to explain if you're a kid to your parents of like, look how big he actually is, you know, and um, how big this is becoming, because I think we are still in the first inning of it all. Yeah, I'm from like small town, North Dakota. So when when people from my hometown message me, like, what are you guys doing? You guys opened restaurants? Like, you, you know, like it touched a lot of areas of the country. And I don't yeah. get a lot of messages from my friends back home. And they're they're definitely not like in this digital creator, digital media ecosystem. So just getting some messages from them about like, what the hell's going on was actually a uh, you know, pretty, pretty funny, to be honest. Uh, do you think we will see other creators step into this space? Or do you think that people will be like, wow, Jimmy launched 300 ghost kitchens? Like, how are we supposed to compete? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a interesting question. I think we're going to see, you know, a lot of one off things, I think, where it's like, hey, we're gonna do a pop up type shop and things like that. But I don't know if we're going to see anyone else launch like nationwide scale and and have it at least be something that's available for an extended period of time where like you guys are here to stay now, <laughs> uh, which is very different than uh, someone being like, hey, buy my food for the next week or two weeks or month. And uh, I think that that's my read on it. And, and yeah. I think there might be, you know, my guess is this also puts pressure on, you know, the traditional restaurants or fast casual or whatever uh, category you can think of. And so maybe we'll see more partnering with, with creators as well, where, um, I, obviously we saw like Charlie D'Amelio with, uh, with Duncan, but, um, I think we will start to see more and more of that as well. Yeah. We saw Wendy's partner up with a bunch of, uh, it was like Wendy's and Uber Eats, I think partnered up with a bunch of Twitch streamers that I saw yep. recently. Yep. Uh, and so like yeah, Chipotle I, I is notorious for this as well, yep. like where they, they help and, and make menu items and things like that too. But I, I, I think we're going to just start to see more and more of that just bleed into our, our like regular everyday life. Couldn't agree more. Well, if, uh, if you're new here, which hopefully a, a large number of you are, hit the subscribe button down below. 
Blake and I will continue to talk about everything creator economy related. Uh, this is, you know, one thing that we obviously wanted to get out. And so uh, this video will be a little shorter. We're probably going to try some shorter videos like this. But thanks for watching. Uh, and hopefully we'll be back to you right after Christmas.